on Radio Italia Uno, it's time for Talking Real Estate. Talking Real Estate with Ron and Karen Fiedler. An hour where we look at the real estate market in Adelaide and around the country. We talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest in the property market. Talking Real Estate, Adelaide's only independent real estate show. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Welcome everyone, ciao a tutti, it's Saturday the 16th of October and you're listening to Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. I am Ron Fiedler and Karen is here with me in our Adelaide studio. Karen, welcome to the show. Hi Ron and hello to all our listeners. Lots happening in real estate in Adelaide and around the country. It was good to hear this week that in New South Wales, open homes and auctions are allowed once again if they follow COVID rules for their state and the ACT has lifted some restrictions and people are allowed to inspect property by private appointment only. Yes, it's great to hear. Now, we need to hope that Victoria can join in very soon and reopen their state to open homes and auctions. And Tasmania has entered a three-day lockdown as of yesterday. But if you are in the southern part of Tasmania, you are unable to inspect properties but the rest of the state can. We've been lucky here in South Australia that we've been able to continue to have our state open and be one of the leaders in the current real estate market. Well, Karen, why don't you let the listeners know what's on today's show? On Talking Real Estate with Ron and Karen Fiedler today, we will bring you your latest real estate news where it is being reported that South Australian properties are being bought sight unseen by interstate investors. And we will also report on last week's auction results and real estate numbers. In the Italian Property Report, Idealista lets us know where the best places are for expats to raise a family in Italy. And the Idealista Italian Property of the Week is a lakeside villa in Massarossa. This week we find out the seven common tricks real estate agents use when buying property. And I will bring you my open homes from Salisbury North and, as always, my open home of the week. Now, don't forget, if you wish to contact us during the show, you can on WhatsApp and the number is 0412 433 411. Now it's time to bring you Adelaide's only independent real estate radio show, Talking Real Estate. All information provided on Talking Real Estate has been obtained from sources we believe to be accurate and correct at time of broadcasting. However, we cannot guarantee the information accuracy and we accept no liability for any errors or omissions. Interested parties should make their own inquiries and obtain their own legal advice. In your real estate news this week, the advertiser's Jessica Brown is reporting about SA properties being brought sight unseen by interstate investors. Interstate investors are turning more and more to SA properties, but what does it mean for the tight rental market? Adelaide's booming property market is on the radar of interstate investors, with real estate experts saying more are buying home sight unseen to reap rental rewards. But despite the trend, there has not yet been a rise in the number of rental properties for prospective tenants to choose from. Interstaters desperate to escape COVID-19 lockdowns have been snapping up properties across South Australia for more than a year. 
But Hardcourt's SA Chief Executive Greg Toyama said it was only recently that we've seen interstate investors start turning to Adelaide. It's been more noticeable over the past three months, he said. We are seeing interstate investors buying sight unseen. They just go online and get the agent to do a walkthrough or take photos. Mr Toyama said that they were buying Adelaide properties specifically to rent them out because the capital city was seen as good value for money. CoreLogic data to the end of September shows Adelaide's medium property value climbed 19.1% over the past year to $529,376. That rise was only slightly behind the 23.6% jump in Sydney, which had a medium property price of $1,056,093, but ahead of the 15% increase in Melbourne with a medium of $775,142. Meanwhile, Adelaide's 4.1% growth yield returned as a percentage of property cost was higher than those both in Sydney at 2.5% and Melbourne at 2.8%. Alan Cassily's Real Estate Managing Director, Nathan Cassily, said affordability was one of the major factors attracting them. We do have good returns compared with some of those other states, and now we've got significant capital growth too, he said. Money is cheap, people have equity in their current properties. Mr Cassily said there has been a small uplift in the number of properties available to prospective tenants in recent months, but it wasn't enough to make the difference to a tight market yet. According to investment research house SQM Research, Adelaide's vacancy rate stood at 0.6% in September with about 1,131 vacancies. Harris Real Estate Managing Director Phil Harris said he had also noticed more interstate investors over the past three to four months, but wasn't quite sure how long it would last once Sydney and Melbourne's markets ramp back up after lockdowns ended. Turner's Real Estate Chief Executive Emma Slape said her agency hadn't noticed more than usual interstate investors. And that is your real estate news for this week. Now on Talking Real Estate, it's the weekly snapshot. It's time to get last week's auction numbers and real estate sales from right here in Adelaide and around the country. In your weekly snapshot this week, CoreLogic is reporting for the 11th of October 2021 that last week 2,272 homes were taken to auction across the combined capital cities, the busiest week since mid-July. Last week, 1,986 homes were taken to auction across the combined capitals, while this time last year, 1,084 auctions were held. With 2,244 results collected so far, 83.3% were successful, making the third consecutive week CoreLogic has recorded a preliminary combined capital city clearance rate in the 80s. Last week, preliminary clearance rates were 84.4%, revised down to 83.2% at final collection, while this time last year, 66.4% of auctions were held were successful. Across the smaller capital cities, Canberra reported the highest preliminary clearance rate, with 93.6% of auctions returning a successful result. It's the highest clearance rate since late July. This was followed by Adelaide, Brisbane and Perth, while in Tasmania all three of the auctions returned a successful result. 
In South Australia, our clearance rate was 89.7% with a total of 185 auctions, with 185 being reported. Adelaide had 20 properties sold prior to auction, 119 properties sold at auction, 21 properties sold after auction with 18 properties passed in and 7 withdrawn from auction. So we had 160 properties cleared by the auction process and 25 uncleared auctions. And realestate.com.au is reporting that there were 353 non-auction private treaty sales last week. In the other states, they reported clearance rates as follows. Brisbane had a clearance rate of 81.3%. Canberra's clearance rate was 93.6%. Melbourne's clearance rate, 81.9%. Perth had a clearance rate of 77.2%. Sydney had a clearance rate of 83.2%. And Tasmania had the three auctions, with all being sold at auction. And in Adelaide, the top house that sold this week was a six-bed, one-bath, two-car house on 1,180 square metres of land that sold at Edward Street, Norwood, that sold for $3 million. And the top unit sale this week was a three-bed, one-bath, one-car unit at Johns Row, Gunnell, that sold for $585,000. Now you're up to date with your weekly snapshot. Thank you for joining us on Saturday morning for Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. We're going to be right back after these words from our sponsors with the Italian Property Report and the Italian Property of the Week. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm with Saturday Sports Scoreboard. No matter what your sports passion, we'll be covering it during our three hours together. I'll be crossing to various sporting events, we'll chat with your favourite sports stars and we'll take your calls. Every Saturday afternoon, 2 until 5, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia Uno sta cercando te! Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. 
Radio Italia 1. And now on Radio Italia 1, it's time to find out what's been happening in the Italian property market with Talking Real Estate's Italian Property Report. Welcome back to Talking Real Estate. It's now time for the Italian Property Report. And Idealista is reporting about the best places for expats to raise a family in Italy. Italy has been one of the key pillars of the European Union since its inception and a powerful economy within Europe longer still. Combined with its pleasant climate, a rich culture heritage stretching back to the Roman Republic and beyond, world famous food and stunning natural beauty, and it is no surprise that the country is a popular destination for expats. Italy has something to offer, particularly everyone who moves there, including families. But in a country that includes sleepy country villages, mountain resources in the Alps, lakeside towns and beachfront properties in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea, you need to know where you want to settle. So, where are the best places for expats to raise a family in Italy? Well, let's have a look. So let's have a look at Milan. Rome might be the political capital of Italy, but if work prospects are a part of the reason for your family's move to the country, consider Milan, the financial and industrial heart of the country. The city is one of the economic hubs of the EU more generally, a popular destination for remote workers and there is a wide range of established companies and startups based in the city, making it the most choice for expats looking to work in Italy and on top of the work. Milan is known for its high quality of life. It is ranked as the best city in Italy to live in. Unsurprising given its economic clout, Milan is also an incredibly cosmopolitan city with up to fifth of its residents being non-nationals. It shouldn't be much of a problem to find other expats and integrate your family into the social life the city has to offer. And for the kids, Milan has a large selection of world-class international schools as well as the excellent public education system. Your children could quite feasibly integrate into the Italian culture faster than you. With all of these positives, you may wonder why bother making a list. But of course, the city does come with its own downside. Milan is influently expensive. You can mitigate this by moving to the outskirts of the city, which are well connected with public transport links and could provide your family with an option which is a lot more affordable. Now let's have a look at Palamo. All the way down to the opposite end of the country now. If Milan isn't to your taste, it may well be that the Sicilian capital is. Maybe the climate just south of the Alps is too mild for you. The year-round sunny and warm weather on the Mediterranean island is sure to please. There is a good reason that Palermo is popular with expats from Europe's cold north, and if your family likes spending time in the sun and surrounded by nature, it is hard to do better than Sicily. A little under half the size of Milan, Palermo is obviously less of a financial industrial centre, but is still a large city and the economic hub of Sicily. 
with a growing community of remote workers. So if the sun, the sea, and the nature beauty are calling out to your family, Palamo is your best bet to find a job. So we're heading back north to the Alpine foothills to have a look at Trento. For this third entry, the city's lifestyle isn't for everyone. So if your family is looking for something a little bit more low-key, we would suggest Trento as the destination of choice. Trento is a small, quiet city surrounded by a beautiful natural landscape with the Alps to the north serving as a constant inspirational backdrop to life here. Do you like skiing or is it something your family would like to pick up? Arguably, the best skiing resorts in Europe are within driving distance and residents get discounts during the winter. Torrento takes pride in its reputation as an eco-friendly city, which if you are moving there for the natural landscapes, it's obviously important to keep in mind and it is a friendly and welcoming place for families. Throughout the city, has less private schooling choices for your children than the larger metropolis. It offers excellent public schools and despite its size, employment opportunities shouldn't be an issue as the area is known for having a lively business sector. As well as being one of the major education, scientific, financial and political hubs in northern Italy. If you want a quiet life with high standards of living for your family in Italy, it's hard to do better than Taranto. Next, let's have a look at Bologna. Bologna is a safe option to suggest to expats moving to Italy for a variety of reasons. The first reason to move to Bologna is somewhat ironic. How easy it is to leave the city to explore elsewhere. Italy has so much to explore with natural landscapes from various, from mountains to beaches, with art and architecture from all ages of history, spread across the country from Turin to Roma to Sicily to Venice. But unless you are planning on living some kind of nomad life, you'll have to choose one place to settle down and raise your family. If you want to explore everything that Italy has to offer, why not a central located city with excellent transport links to the rest of the country? But don't take that to mean that Bologna itself has nothing to offer. It's an amazing city in its own right and easily walkable, so when you're not travelling, you can explore it at your own pace. The city is also incredibly safe and is known for its extremely high education standards, making it a popular destination for families, and it is quite an international city. The university attracts foreign students to the city and the affordable cost of living attracts expats. So this should be an easy place to fit in for a young family relocating to Italy. Next, let's have a look at Florencia. Florence! If we are going to recommend a city largely for what's outside it, it seems fair that we also recommend one largely for what's inside. But Italy has so many architectural, cultural and historic gems from Turin to Rome to Venice. It can be hard to choose. But if you are looking for a city that is famed for its beauty, history and culture, as a place to raise your family, we have to suggest the birthplace of the Renaissance, located in the heart of Tuscany. 
the most popular region in the country for expats, Florence is both relatively cosmopolitan with around 14% of its residents coming from abroad and it also has a essence of Italy while also having its own unique flavour. If your family likes to visit cultural sites together in Florence, you will take some time to turn out to the options you have. There are so many you can choose from. There is a reason that Florence is a tourist hotspot. It is also rated as the best place to live in Italy with a high quality of life and lots of employment opportunities. However, as in the case with Milan, Florence is an expensive city, particularly if you are looking to raise a family there. But if the cost of living isn't enough to deter you, you would be hard-pressed to find a more beautiful place to raise your family than this city. And that is what's being reported by Idealista this week in the Italian Property Report. Italia 1, 87.6 and now it's time for the Idealista Italian Property of the Week, a lakeside villa in Massarossa. This week's property is located in a natural park in Vassilia. This extraordinary historical property sits right on the edge of Lake Massalia Colli, with direct access by boat to the villa and jaw-dropping views surrounding it on all sides. But it still has a short drive from the coast. It's a peaceful life in a natural beauty of the Tuscan countryside is what you are looking for. It would be difficult to do better than this. The villa itself has space to spare with three floors and a turret at the top, measuring approximately 1,200 square metres. And together with various outbuildings has 3,000 square metres of built space. The asking price also includes a 60,000 thousand square meter of surrounding land which includes well-kept lawn gardens palm tree lined canals wild areas of reeves several exotic plants and a pond for water lilies the spacious interior of the main villa has a rustic feel that matches exactly with the fantasy gardens and the non-gothic architecture the most striking feature of the property is without doubt the private covered dock under the villa which leads directly to a canal that connects to the lake. You can leave the villa by boat and travel down the water. On top of the ground floor there is also a significant storage space used as a warehouse for the dock. Above on the first floor we can find the main living area. This is a fantastic tiled porch overlooking the gardens at the entrance and inside a spacious living room and dining room. Above the living area, the second floor of this home is dedicated to a staggering number of bedrooms and bathrooms. The villa, as a long-time capsule landmark of this area, was frequented by great artists from the region and has so many rooms to spare for guests, with 70 in total, including the rooms in the outbuildings, although they could be renovated to make more reasonable number of large spaces. The third floor is used as an attic, but could easily be repurposed for even more space if you need it, and would make an incredible workspace with access to the turret above for little breaks to take in the breathtaking panoramic views from above.
The property also includes separate outbuildings of various sizes, including a farmhouse, a lemon tree house, and even a small chapel spread throughout the gardens. However, if you want to enjoy your life in the Tuscan countryside, this historic villa will offer it to you. Whether it's the greenery of the gardens, the tranquility of the waters, the historic beauty and the art and architecture, or the stunning views, it is a fantastic opportunity to move to this area of Tuscany. The property is for sale now on Idealista for 11 million euros or 17,205,870 Australian dollars. Wow, this place is just breathtaking. And just imagine 70 rooms, you could turn it into a luxurious hotel. And the gardens look just absolutely tranquil. If you would like to have a look at this property for yourself, just go to our Facebook page, Talking Real Estate, and we'll have it there. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be right back after these words from our sponsors where we're going to find out the seven common tricks real estate agents use when you buy property. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar stone, unique stone, granito, marmo, Caesar stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. When you enter Chiera and Sons Fresh Market and Joanna's Kitchen, it feels just like home. This four-decade young, iconic South Australian business is situated in the Hollywood Plaza, Salisbury. For fresh fruit and veggies, see Tony and Frank and their wonderful staff, offering the finest produce and fine foods. And specials last all year, like the Millel Pecorono cheese, just $15.99 per kilo when you buy the entire wheel. Support a family-owned business. Drop in to their Hollywood Plaza store or call 828-33-155. That's 828-33-15. Welcome to the family. Hi, Deb here with my business partner, Dave. Join us each week on Fridays, 6 to 7, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, for Mental Health Talk a show where mental health is everyone's business. Every Friday from 6 till 7. Sponsored by Mental Health Partners. Radio Italia 1. Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate. With Ron and Karen Fiedler, now let's get the inside information and introduce this week's guest. Welcome back to the show. Well, you're out there looking for a property. The real estate agent and you are negotiating. The reality is the real estate agent is working for the seller and not working for you. 
Ultimately, it is the real estate agent's job to sell the property at the highest possible price. And while there is lots of real estate agents that are upfront and mostly professional, there are a lot out there who can use different sales tactics and tricks to push the price higher than others. And you may be able to get a property at a much lower price, but they've tricked you into paying a much higher price. Let's find out what some of these most common seven tips are to make sure that you don't overpay for a property. I'm gonna take you through all the dirty tricks that real estate agents can use to make you pay more money for a property. All right, so before any real estate agents get angry out there, let's put this into perspective. When a person's selling their property, they've pinned all their hopes and dreams on a real estate agent selling that place for the maximum price possible. They want the most amount of buyers, they wanna sell it for the highest price possible and make the most amount of money. So let's remember it's a real estate agent's job to get the highest possible sale price for their customer, the seller. But if you're buying a property on the other hand, you wanna get it for the cheapest possible price. So what happens? Well, the real estate agent's gonna use a bunch of different tactics to try and get you, the buyer from down here, up to where the seller is up here, to me. But what are these tactics? Well, today I'm gonna to take you through the seven sneaky, cheeky, not nice tactics that some real estate agents will use to get you from down here up to there and pay a premium price for that property. All right, let's dive right in. Tactic number one, which is the worst, is underquoting or just not disclosing a price. Now this old trick comes in lots of different shapes and forms depending on the state that you live in. And there's been a bunch of stories last year where the real estate institutes have slapped on $800,000, $900,000 fines on real estate agents that have been proven to underquote. But what does this look like in practicality? Well, we see it a lot up here in Brisbane where an agent might list a property just for sale or they'll say offers over $500,000. And as a reasonable person, you might go in there thinking, all right, offers over 500 grand, maybe it's gonna sell for like 510, 525, totally within my budget, I'm gonna jump on it and try and make an offer. But in Sydney and Melbourne, it's been publicized that it's even worse than up here. And some properties end up selling for 10 to 25% over the listed price. On that offers over $500,000 property, that means it could potentially sell for up to $625,000. And don't worry, you're not alone. A bunch of people have actually written into ABC saying that they've been underquoted by $100,000 to $200,000 on different listings. But why do agents do this? Well, number one, it creates competition. The lower the price is listed online, the more eyeballs it's gonna attract and the more people go to the property, creating that feeling of you're gonna miss out. And really the worst part about all this is the person that's willing to pay the most is the one that's gonna win. And the reason why it really sucks for you as the buyer is for a couple of reasons. One, it's potentially gonna cost you money. So you might find a property in New South Wales and Victoria, you're potentially gonna to have to pay for your building and pest report before you even make an offer. So it's gonna cost you money in doing that. It's the time and the emotional capital of getting excited. You're gonna buy this property, it's all gonna be exciting. And then it's gonna sell for way more than what you expect. So what can you do to avoid getting misled? Well, number one is research. Get to know the suburb, get to know what other similar properties sell for. So what do I mean by that? Look at other same sort of properties. So if it's a unit, look at units, if it's a house, look at houses. The same amount of bedrooms, if it's a two bedroom, three bedroom, look at recent sales that have occurred within the last six months. From that, you can triangulate what it should be worth. Yeah, and if all the same units are selling for 650 and it's listed offers over 500, 
then you probably know where it's gonna end up. Text number two that real estate agents use when you go to the open house is being crazy vague on the price. I don't know about you guys, but I've been to a few open houses where you sort of walk in, they take your name, your number, try and be your best friend, and then ask you all sorts of questions. Are you pre-approved or this? And then I usually fly back and ask, well, what's the asking price? And to this, the agent usually replies, well, we're testing the market. What do you think it's worth? We're trying to get a gauge on offers. We're open for offers, stuff like that. It's so annoying and I'll never give you a direct answer. It's literally the worst. Realistically, the agent already knows the answer. For them to have gotten the listing from the seller, they would have agreed that, yep, I'm gonna sell this property for top dollar and I'm gonna make you all this money and you're a really smart person for going for me as the agent. So what they're trying to do is bait you and get a sense on, well, what you're gonna pay and try and work out which of the buyers out there are gonna pay the most and then they'll keep working that person to kind of get the money out of them. How do you solve this? One, it's about knowing the area. So like I said in the tip number one, do your research, but the second tip I'd have is know the area. The mistake I see a lot of people make out there is having too many suburbs they like and not enough knowledge around those suburbs. So really try and become a bit of an expert in that area. Narrow down to only look at one or two suburbs that you wanna buy in. Get to know what's recently sold, what's not selling, and what's happening around that market. Know the other sales that have recently occurred and it'll put you in good stead because at least you know roughly what the property should sell for. Text number three is FOMO. So I'm sure you've had this all the time where you go to an open house, there might be heaps of people and the agent just tells you like straight up, you're literally the only buyer, there's no one else looking at this, just offer what you want because they're desperate and they're gonna sell it. It's amazing the times I've been out there and shown a bit of an interest in a property and said I'm gonna put an offer down and the agent fires straight back, oh well we've got someone else that's interested and they're about to make an offer so you better be quick or I'm gonna pick up another offer this afternoon or the worst I've heard of were some clients of mine that were gonna make an offer and the agent had an envelope on their desk and said well there's another offer in here You've got to know there's more competition. You're going to have to sign a multiple offer form and put your best and final offer forward. So the stuff to look out for and just be aware that the agent's trying to pressure you is one, a multiple offer form situation. Try and gauge the open houses and get a sense are there genuinely lots of people around or is it just you there and they're just saying that. Two is the old urgency trap. So you might be trying to make an inspection during the week and the agent will say, well, we can't get access to the property and you've got to come through on Saturday. They do this to funnel kind of everyone through there in that one day and make it look like it's much more busy than it is. And three, I think have your walkaway price. So it doesn't matter how many people are running through the open house or how much the agent's pressuring you, but just know from your research, from knowing the suburb, what the property should be worth, put your offer down. If they say, nah, no way, they want this much, then just walk away. There's always gonna be more properties. Don't let fear, especially FOMO, push you and make you make an offer that you're gonna regret down the track. Tactic number four, something that we see a lot in Sydney and Melbourne and it's starting to happen a lot up here in Brisbane is making an offer before auction. Now I've talked about this before in other videos but I wanna reiterate it that the agent's always gonna say we're happy to present offers to the seller before auction and they're, they're willing to consider and they're, they're thinking about it but unless there's a really good reason that the seller's gonna take the offer before auction and I don't even know what that would be Generally, it's not worth it. Unless there's a really good reason to put an offer forward before auction, maybe the sellers need to settle by a specific date or something's happened and they need to sell ASAP. Outside of that, I would not ever put an offer forward before auction. The reason is the agent's using this to size up you and work out who's gonna make offers where. You're not the only person they're asking 
to make offers for before auction. So you go forward, you're like, all right, our best and final is 500. Then they know on the day of auction, they're gonna potentially set the reserve to above 500 because they know where you're gonna start from anyway. And they're also using your emotions and fear of missing out again. So they might use it to adjust your reserve price on auction day and push you a bit higher, get you emotionally invested, make it feel like you've missed out the first time, you don't wanna miss out again, and ultimately cause you to overpay. Just don't fall for that trick. Tactic number five, just like, oh, sneaky tricks. So the agents are all bound to act ethically and all that sort of stuff. But I've seen situations where they might forget to disclose stuff. So a common one in Brisbane is flooding risk. So I've seen situations where a property has been flooded and pretty badly affected by the floods and it hasn't been listed on the sale ad. So the buyer has had to go out and do their due diligence and some people don't even check it. So unless you specifically check that the property has been flooded, you won't know until maybe you're getting insurance or they might not even tell you. And it could affect your resale down the track. Another one that I've seen, which is so just shitty, is when agents have known about active termite infestations. So I had it probably about six months ago where a property had some serious issues. In Brisbane, they don't provide you a building and pest report. You have to do it yourself. And my poor buyers went out, spent $600 on a building and pest inspection to find out, hey, the place is full of termites. And had the agent told them in the first place, they wouldn't have even gone ahead with it. So there's stuff like that, that unfortunately you're gonna have to do your own due diligence. Make sure you ask the questions. If you ask the questions up front, there's probably a higher likelihood if the agent knows they're going to tell you. But just be aware that, you know, buy beware. You've got to do your own research and make sure that everything's safe and ticks all your boxes before you go ahead and put an offer down. Actually, number six is the old wide angle lens. So there's no replacement to actually physically seeing the property. I've had it a few times where I've gone out to see a place, you've thought the second bedroom is a bedroom and it ends up being a shoe closet that you can fit like a pencil bed on. So spend the time, go out there, don't be fooled by the photos because the reality is it catches a lot of people out. Now as a disclaimer as well, agents can't falsely advertise. So you know, if it's a one bedroom plus a study, they'll say that, but the photos can always present the property in a much better light than when you see it in person. Tactic number seven is trimmings and not locations. So it's pretty common these days that properties are staged and got this sexy furniture and it looks nice and smells like cookies and you feel like you're gonna live there forever and it's easy to forget about the fact that location is a massive contributor to property value. So check out tools like WalkScore or Google Maps, see what your morning commute's gonna be like at 7.30 on a Monday to work out, well, is this gonna make sense for me for a lifestyle perspective? Are there things to do around here on the weekend? Because it's easy to go to a property, get really drawn in and have like the heartstrings tugged saying the kitchen's so beautiful and the paint smells so nice, etc., etc., and not realize that it's gonna take you two hours to get to work every Monday. Overall, my best tip would be to make a property wish list. Have a think about how many bedrooms you want, what area you want. Like I said, one or two suburbs max. Try not to go to too many places because you're not going to know what's a good deal and what's a bad deal. Um, you know, if you want to do some renovations and most importantly, what you want to spend. You don't want to overpay on the place and you don't want to overstretch yourself because ultimately, you're the one that's going to have to live with that regret. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for sticking around today on Talking Real Estate. We're going to be right back after these words from our sponsors, where we're going to be bringing you our most popular segment, Karen's Open Home of the Week, and also other properties from Salisbury North. 
At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Did you know that Podcast City can record your podcast right here in the studios of Radio Italia Uno on our professional recording equipment? Podcast City can also come to your location with our mobile studio. We can record just your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1800 852 772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. Better. Better for life. Hello, I'm Peter Salerno. Please join me on Happy Business Radio every Monday, 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno. We have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build and increase your business. Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Ron and Karen Fiedler. On Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate. Now let's find out what's happening on the weekend with this week's options and open homes. Welcome back to Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno. Well, it's time to find out about this week's open homes and upcoming auctions. So let's find out what Karen picked as her open home of the week. Let's find out what Karen picked as the open home of the week. Hi everyone, it's time once again for Karen's Open Home of the Week segment with Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno. I have chosen this week Salisbury North as my area. 
The property I have chosen today as my open home for the week is a house at 17 Joanne Street, Salisbury North. And this home contains three bedrooms, one bathroom and three car spaces on 648 square metres of land. Now, Harcourt Sergeant would like to welcome you to your new home at 17 Joanne Street, Salisbury North. This three-bedroom home has been fully renovated, offering warmth, character and modern living. What more could you want? As soon as you enter the home, you will notice the neutral theme and lead down lights throughout, making it easy to envision how you would make it your own. Head on through to the living room, then you will reach the kitchen and dining area, a great design that allows easy everyday living. The kitchen overlooks the outdoor entertaining area, which makes it easy to be cooking in the kitchen and also interact with your guests. The stunning modern kitchen with bench and cupboard space include an overhead and pantry that will make cooking with the family easy in the kitchen. It features a pristine white tiled splashback and a complementary colour scheme, gas cooktop, oven range hood, dishwasher, double sink with pure tap and a microwave. It will be an absolute pleasure to cook in. They have a three bedrooms that provide great accommodation for a large growing family. All the bedrooms offer generous amount of space and are all located together near the main bathroom, making it nothing but convenient for all. What we also love about this home is a 6.6 kilowatt system, reverse cycle air conditioner, gas heating, outdoor entertaining, built-in robes in the first two bedrooms, laundry, a garage and a large shed. Now, I think this property is suited to a working couple with a growing family and the agency marketing the property is Harcourt Sargent. This home is being sold by auction. That's why this home has no price guide, but the property will be open for inspection today between 10.10am and 10.30 and then straight after the inspection, but don't go anywhere because this property will be up for auction at 10.30am. Also, listeners, we have five properties that are open for inspection today in the Salisbury North area. The most affordable property being open for inspection today is a unit at Unit 5, 40 to 44 Elm Grove Road, Salisbury North. And this home contains two bedrooms, one bathroom and two car spaces on 160 square metres of land. Now, what I liked about the property is how they have a large open plan kitchen, dining and lounge room area with a quiet courtyard to relax and have a morning coffee. And the agency marketing the property is Chris James Real Estate. This home is being sold by private treaty sale and the price guide for this home is $265,000. Then the property will be open for inspection today between 11.45am and 12.30pm. The property being open for inspection today is a house at 50A Kelsey Road, Salisbury North. And this home contains three bedrooms, 
two bathrooms and two car spaces on 358 square metres of land. Now what I liked about the property is how they have a large entertaining area outside for parties or you may even want a barbecue. And the agency marketing the property is EXP Real Estate Australia. Now this home is also being sold by auction in one week. That's why this home has no price guide. But the property will be open for inspection today between 11am and 11.30am and the property will be up for auction on Saturday the 23rd of October at 11.30am. So listeners, this week in the Salisbury North area, Property prices range from $265,000 to $339,000. This will give you a guide on what to pay if you're looking for a property in the Salisbury North area. All the property information you have heard here today can be found on our Facebook page at Talking Real Estate. So this is all I have on Karen's Open Home of the Week segment today. So tune in next Saturday on Talking Real Estate where I will bring you a new suburb and inspection times. Thank you for that, Karen. Now let's have a look at the rental properties available in Salisbury North. There are 10 available for rent this week. Now the one that I have picked as the one that seems to stand out is number 9 Latitude Road, Salisbury North. This is a three-bedroom, one-bath, two-car house. They're asking for $350 per week and a rental bond of $1,400. And it says here that pets may be considered on application. This well-presented three-bedroom family home is suited in Salisbury North. This property is sure to impress, offers a fantastic opportunity to secure your new family home in such a convenient location. All amenities are close by, including schools, public transport, shopping, restaurants and cafes. There's lots of parks and sporting facilities. And of course, the Northern Connector is also close by, adding that extra convenience. Now, it has a formal lounge room. It has a large master uh, bedroom with built-in wardrobe and ceiling fan, spacious kitchen with ample cupboards. It has a family room. It has a dining room. Bedrooms two and three have ceiling fans. The main bathroom has shower, bath and a vanity and a separate toilet. Uh, laundry facilities, gas oven, gas heating, ducted evaporated cooling. It's got window locks throughout the house. The veranda and outdoor entertaining area are fully undercover. It has a huge large shed, gas hot water system and well established and maintained gardens and also has a garage door, uh, a garage roller door. Now, if you would like to know more about this property, you can get in touch with Yabonza Australia and their number is 1300-798-030. Now for the most affordable property available to rent in Salisbury North, number 7 Audubry Avenue. This is a three bed, one bath, one car, duplex, semi-detached. They're asking for $280 per week and a rental bond of $1,680. Good news, pets are negotiable. Now, it says here that this stunning renovated character home is set on a gorgeous block and is located just minutes from both public and private schools, public transport and shopping. 
It has a formal lounge room with a reverse cycle air conditioning, separate dining and kitchen area, kitchen with great storage options and plenty of room for meal preparation, three good-sized bedrooms, stunning outdoor entertaining area, double carport and garden shed, and as I said, pets welcomed by negotiation. If you'd like more information on the most affordable property to rent in Salisbury this week, just go to the professionals at Salisbury or you give them a call on 8258 1344. Now to the most expensive property available for rent in Salisbury North. It is number 9 Greencroft Road. This is a three-bed, two-bath, two-car house. They're asking for $410 per week and a rental bond of $2,460. Good news, pets are negotiable. It says here, a completely wonderful, cared-for home with nothing to do but live and enjoy. It has three big bedrooms, main with ensuite and walk-in robe. Central lounge with loft rake ceilings opening onto a private alfresco area. Rear kitchen overlooking the open uh, family room and meals area. Dishwasher, gas cooking and corner pantry. Fully landscaped gardens with lawn area for kids or pets to play. It has an alarm system, two rainwater tanks, double garage under the main roof with auto roller door. And it also has secure front gating. It also has two solar units totaling 5.7 kilowatts. So running the dual reverse cycle air conditioning will be a breeze, not a burden. And it's ideally located opposite a park, sporting fields and a short stroll to the Salisbury North Sports and Community Centre. If you would like to have a look at this property, it's being marketed by Williams Real Estate and you can give them a call on 8303-1200. So if you are looking to rent in the Salisbury North area, expect to pay this week between 280 to $410. And if you are a landlord looking to invest your property, this is what you may be able to get for rent depending on the property. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Join us next Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. for more Talking Real Estate. Karen, thanks for joining us on the show and I will catch you next week. And thanks, Ron. I'll catch all my listeners next week with more of Karen's open home and upcoming auctions. I'm Karen Fiedler. And I'm Ron Fiedler. Until next week, bye for now. You have been listening to Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Thanks to our sponsors. To listen to our show again, go to our podcast on our Facebook page or talkingrealestate.com.au. Join us every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. for more Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.